You're listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Well, guys, that wasn't very fun, was it? Um, you know, not every season can end in a Super Bowl. Winning the Super Bowl is really hard. But I think the case can be made that that is the uh, worst loss of the Andy Reid era. We're going to talk about it as the Chiefs lose to the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game with an absolute collapse, 27-24 in overtime. I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I am Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can follow me at underscore Suavage underscore. Find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. Yeah, guys. Um, the first loss, well, first loss since another Bengals loss, and the first loss since uh, the Titans game before that. Um, man, that wasn't fun, was it? That was awful. It was real fun for about oh, it 30, was amazing thirty minutes of the game, and then it wasn't. It was really, really Actually, bad after that. It, it was really fun for about twenty nine minutes and forty seven seconds of the game. Yep. The Last second we really killed us. The second ah, we saw thir- the second we saw thirteen seconds on the clock again, we were like, I don't know. We just got in our heads, I guess. I guess. Um yeah, uh like Caleb said, I mean the Chiefs, they go they go up twenty one three. Uh I mean, it wasn't close. Like not. I mean they they dominated. Dominated through those first three drives. Mm-hmm. Um not close at Dominated all. Dominated through the first four and seven eighths drives. Mm-hmm. Three and seven yeah, drives. yeah, they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they really did. And and the seven eighths of a drive shouldn't really have even mattered that much because you were going to get the ball to start the second half too. Um, yep. No, you know it sucks to leave points on the board regardless, but you could have immediately made up for that mm-hmm. uh, without the Bengals touching the ball again, and they didn't. Uh, which is why, personally. I have trouble blaming the game on that sole uh, possession, even though it is annoying. And by, you know, technically getting the field goal there would have won the game. Uh, it's also a different game. And also, again, the Chiefs had 30 minutes of game to also still not make that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, th- and they didn't do it. Uh, Tyler, you know, wh- what are your thoughts? We'll get to Caleb, uh, his full thoughts. He was at the game, so he'll be able to give us a different perspective. But, um, you know, what are your thoughts after a, a absolutely brutal loss? Um, it, it was absolute disappointment. Like you guys talked about, the first half was amazing. And there were a few things uh, in the first half that I really, really liked, not just from the team perspective, but the refs were allowing a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was holding on the Chiefs. There was holding on on the Bengals. There was pass interference. There was, I, you name it. And they were really ticky tacky fouls that would have been called in the regular season, but they were letting them play. I think as they got into the second half, um, it really started to affect the game more. And obviously I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame the refs here because that's just a meltdown on the chiefs up 21 to three. You can't let that happen, but there were a lot of things in the second half from the refs that I didn't like being called. I didn't like that. Andy had to throw the challenge flag there. I felt like that was a pretty easy, uh, mark of a first down and they really blew that um so i think there were some things on the on the nfl side that they they kind of need to get down let them play as much as you want to play in 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 the postseason but when it comes down to impeding on a lot of things um i think 
I think that needs to be looked at. The Joe Mixon fumble at the end probably also mm-hmm. needs to be looked at as well. Um, yeah, but I also, I also can't, you know, say that it was a big thing because we let him drive down there and, you know, it shouldn't have gotten to that point. Yeah. Um, offensively, defensively looked great in the first half. The disappointment obviously came in the second half. Um, the biggest disappointment of that game coming out of the second half was our offense and Patrick Mahomes were shown the same defense that we were to have quote unquote beat in the second half of the season. They rushed three, rushed four and dropped back eight, dropped back seven. What the hell is going on? We, we were supposed to have beaten this in the second half of the season when we started making the late push into the, into the upper echelon of, uh, of seating in the playoffs. They start running everything that, that we had already beaten and Pat, can't seem to get a hold of it. I don't know if that was so much Pat because you look back at the at the plays and what was called and see all of our receiving receivers are running downfield 10, 15, 20 plus yards and he's got nowhere else to throw it. The, the there, there's no one back there in the flats. They're either helping out blocking or 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 we're running five wide. I mean, what is what is it with Andy just consistently when time crunch starts to happen? just goes with, Hey, let's just move the ball down the field. Like we've already proven to beat that. And Pat is completely rattled. The, the offensive line did as well as they could. You, you can only block for so long. I think the the loss obviously goes on Pat for not performing well. Um, but that's also got to go on, on the defense for giving up 21 unanswered points. And then on top of that, uh, you know, it just, just a, a rotten performance all around as you get to the second half. But I, I think I was most disappointed at the fact that we were to have this, this type of defensive scheme beat and uh, it, it just came back to bite us. And then we, we, you know, got eaten up by the turf monster and it was just a disappointment overall. Caleb, like I said earlier, you were at the game. Um, I'm sure you share a lot of sentiment with Tyler, but what was the vibe like in Arrowhead uh, as the chiefs, you know, slowly watch the sand fall between their fingers. Yeah, man. Uh, just uh, from the second I got in the parking lot, the place was just electric. Uh, I got there a few hours to tailgate with a buddy. Um, the parking lot, just they, there was a vibe around. Um, and I, I don't think there was that many Bengals fans. I think Chiefs Kingdom did a pretty damn good job of filling out the stadium red. Um, there was a good amount of Bengals fans. Uh, I definitely did see them because I stuck around for the post game because I – wanted to I, I like joe burrow i love jamar chase i'm an lsu guy um so i stuck around to see them get their award which is funny uh they actually so you know how they did the the ceremony on on television and stuff it, yeah, the yeah. mic the mic wasn't they didn't put it through to the stadium so uh, like they couldn't like all the Bengals fans there couldn't hear anybody so wow, that's funny that, Good. I don't know if that was on purpose or if they could only run that to uh, the broadcast at that point. I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like if the Chiefs would have won, it would have been through the speakers. So I don't know. Maybe that's just a home petty thing. But I was like, huh, I kind of want to hear what Joe Burr is saying right now. But um, we had a, we, they had issues with that uh, earlier on, too, with the national anthem. You could hear it on the broadcast. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the, the national anthem was, was – Yeah, uh, we were singing we, the national anthem. 
the, yeah, the whole so fan, I think all the fans I think there were. may have actually legitimately been a microphone problem in the state. I think there might have been because yeah, the the national anthem you could hear her, but she was quiet. And uh, Arrowhead did sing uh, the national anthem together, which is pretty pretty cool. Um, you couldn't hear her on TV for the first few seconds. Oh, really? At all? Yeah, she, for she, for she, actually, she, for a majority of the performance, you damn. couldn't hear. Uh, well, could maybe you, I checked, you, maybe I checked out after the first few seconds. But could you hear <laughs> the fans? Could you hear the fans on the broadcast? yeah? We could hear the yeah. we could hear the fans perfectly. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. Um, but as for the vibe, <clears throat> once you got into Airhead, um, it was just it was electric, man. It was the game started. Uh, everybody was so fired up. Uh, I believe the Bengals got the ball first, and it, it was just so loud. I was not at the one forty two point two game, but I think this definitely rivaled or like it, it got close or beat it. Be- I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But this is one of the loudest cheese games I've been to, and I've been to a lot of cheese games. So I, I think this one would have rivaled it, um, and it stayed that way for most of the game, even when uh, we were playing, like, absolute dog crap. Um, so the fans were huge. Um, I got so many compliments from Bengals fans about how we were great host and how Cheese Kingdom – was just like super nice and super kind uh, and genuinely happy for the Bengals fans after they won uh, and supportive. So definitely hats off to the Chiefs Kingdom for bringing the respect um, and just being decent humans. Uh, as for the team, uh, the defense played fine for the majority. Um, defensive line got to Joe Burrow, couldn't finish. That was extremely annoying. Uh, one of the things that definitely lost this game was not being able to bring Joe Burrow down. There was a couple big plays that he made uh, after seemingly being sacked. Um, the linebackers. Which was one of the plays yeah. that I was like, yep, I think the Bengals are winning this game, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When Joe Burrow ran away from Chris Jones, I was like, oh, that's not a good sign at yeah. all, is it? I think the linebackers largely played a pretty damn good game uh, overall. And then secondary had a few plays like Jamar Chase is going to moss somebody when they throw it up to him that much. Like it's going to happen. It's Jamar Chase. We also uh, can chalk that up to a little bit of us just not investing in corners uh, because I mean, as much as I do like Snead and Charvius Ward, they're definitely taller, beefier, more athletic guys that play corner that we don't invest in um, that would match up better with Chase. Um, the offense, incredible first half, but holy crap was the second half, just a shit show. Patrick Mahomes, just, I don't know what was going through his head. He was missing open reads. He was trying to do too much. Um, the play calling I would say was stubborn. I think that's the word for but Andy, Andy sticking to his game plan (laughs) and not figuring it out. I think Mahomes and Andy Reid were stubborn in this game, and I think the stubbornness is what lost us this game ultimately. Um, I think, as Tyler said, the deep routes that we continued to to just run and run. Uh, you saw it on the last play of the offense's game with Tyree Kill, deep crosser, only need 10. We throw it 20, 20 yards downfield. It gets tipped picked on third down uh we would have had to punt anyways um it's just stubborn and and to to even make that throw is stubborn i i i I 
don't think the bet the throw was bad, but I do think it was a little stubborn. It was a catchable ball. It was a very <laughs> catchable ball, and Tyreek should have come down with it. But I think the I, it was really good thing defense. That you it was and incredible I, defense. I mean, it was he was he was covered on on two, but he had it in his grasp. He should have came down with the ball. Um, should have been picked. Well, it should have been. He shouldn't have had a chance at the ball. Yeah. And um, but he, he did, and he should have came down with it. The other thing is, is like they're rushing three, they're rushing four, they're dropping seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Where did our run game go? Why did yeah. Jared McKinnon only get eight handoffs? Yeah. Eight handoffs disappeared. I, just like you're up 21. What is the one thing that you want to do when you have the ball? Mm-hmm. You run, run the, the clock out. You want to run the clock out. What's the easiest way to do that? Run the ball or, or make them come out of the cover four shell kind of coverage they're running. And how about you just pick up seven yards of pop on them and make them run something else. And then when they come out and, and that's the one thing that why we have done so well this year is that everybody's wanted to drop seven or eight which is why we redid our offensive line so that we could run the ball effectively and now we're not running the ball we're doing the same thing which is why we're losing which is why we got smashed by the tennessee titans in in week five or whatever it was one more point to why we lost this game and i don't know if this is going to be a consensus uh uh all three of us agree here um but i've been saying it all year and I think that not having a wide receiver two in this game is largely a reason why we lost this game. We went into overtime. First down, we throw to Demarcus Robinson. Second down, he throws to Demarcus Robinson. In the two biggest plays that come down to whether we make the Super Bowl or not, outside of the Tyreek Deep Crosser, were to Demarcus Robinson. And I don't know how as a franchise, you can ever let that happen again because that is that is a failure. Demarcus Robinson on the day, zero catches, zero yards, had two targets in overtime. He's in a row. He, should, he shouldn't be in the field. He shouldn't be on the field. There, there, there should be anybody but him on the field. Yeah. And, no, and I, see, I'll agree before, that it was yeah. it was poor to not have a number two. But I won't. I won't put that up as the the reason why we lost. Those guys if, put Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, whoever you want out there. They may be able to get open one or two more times. But the way they were playing defense, we needed to run the run the ball or run the short routes, and it just wasn't there. If, if we're going to continue to run the same plays, like it ain't going to matter. Yeah, I think if you have a wide receiver too that can get open, uh, and those were short routes to Demarcus Robinson. I, I think I think at least one of those is completed, and overtime goes differently. Yeah, maybe, but at the same time, like we saw the offense in this game be absolutely lethal with the players they had on the field, and they just completely died. Situationally, I would agree. Um, yeah, like Demarcus Robinson being on the field at all is bad, but like I said, I mean, you know, this offense was really, really good in the playoffs, and it was really, really good in the Bengals game early. Um, that's why I have a hard time. Like, yeah, of course, I would like a better wide receiver to. For the Chiefs, certainly, because Byron Pringle and Nicole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson all have, you know, very fixed ceilings, it feels like. And Rob's floor is easily the lowest out of those three. But at the same time, like, I, I, I really have a hard time saying that's something that cost them the game. Uh, again, situationally, sure. But in, in the game as a whole, I mean, you had 30 minutes to score anything, anything. I, and and I you didn't think... do it into the last, you know, the last ticks game off the clock of the second half. Uh, and then you still should have done something. 
And, and yeah, I would prefer those passes not to go to Demarcus Robinson. But again, Tyreek had a catchable ball uh, in his hands. Good play by the DB. Uh, bad, bad uh, hands catch by Tyreek, and, and it lands in the, the lap of a of a Bengals DB. So. And- in my theory, you're as bad as your worst player, and our worst player is definitely a wide receiver on any everyone given has, down. Everyone has a worse player. That any given down, play, it is is the wide receiver. And I think that is yeah. attributed to a lot of our uh, our desert halves that we have where we just don't score. Yeah, I mean, I, I will definitely say you didn't really see this with Sammy uh, when he was on the team. You didn't, I mean, you didn't when he was healthy anyway. You didn't really you, see those kind of halves. I mean, if you lock up Travis and you lock up Tyreek, difficult you're, things to do but possible you're, you're worried about michael hardman and and byron pringle i i just i don't i don't see that winning a whole lot of games no it, ha- it has won some games i will say that but not it's not going to do it on a consistent basis and i think that's what one of the large parts that got us in the Bengals game and i i also something that i can't believe that i am here saying right now but i think you have no choice but to say is that I, this pat lost this game i mean Mahomes had the worst half of his entire career, maybe his entire football mm-hmm. life, um, at least since high school, uh, uh, against the Bengals. I don't know if he would have even had this bad of a game in, in high school. <laughs> uh, he he was terrible. I, I, he missed a lot of open guys. He was trying to force things. He, he was not playing in rhythm. Took some bad, bad sacks. Um, some really bad like chances to throw the ball away. Um I Chances to, to make throw something. touchdowns. Yes, a uh, few times. Uh, it was terrible. He was awful in the second half. I mean, and I, I don't take any you know pleasure in saying that because you know I, I, I'm the guy that usually you know we're all the guys that try to beat the Mahomes drum and you know say why he's better than this quarterback and all Chiefs fans do that. But he was awful. I mean, he was terrible. Like you know you, you could have had five Jerry Rices out there in the second half, and I I think Mahomes you know like he he still would have been the reason because he was bad. Like. Yeah, obviously, if you have him out there instead of D-Rob, he probably catches one of those two balls, but uh, you get my point. Mahomes was bad in a vacuum. He was bad regardless of who his receivers were because there was guys open. Yeah. Uh, he his, did not hit. Some of his I mean, boys did, hit, did the job, and he just couldn't. It was a complete switch. Of the, of it was, the, it even, was such even a similar Patrick's game to the Bengals game. game in Cincinnati. It was very similar. For And, and to be honest, I, I thought there was going to be a lot more – adjustments made um putting you know in the first half we did fantastic and I'll, I'll give a little credit you know where it's due in the second half is I don't think the defense plays played as bad as I originally thought they had in the second half I mean they were just on the field the entire time and gassed but I only saw one stunt by that defensive line run in mm-hmm. that entire game one side and I came out and I said they're going to run a ton of them and confuse that mm-hmm. offensive line and set up the second half of the game and they didn't yeah. run a stunt until the third quarter when they were already coming back and they're already in rhythm and have momentum and mm-hmm. like there there was just not and that's one of the reasons everybody jumped on my head after the game oh it's not Spags's reason that we fault that we lost it's not his direct fault why we lost this specific game obviously it's Patrick and the offense that defense did did little to nothing and made zero adjustments not only not in this game in the second half but in the rest of the season made little to no adjustments and that doesn't come from the players being on the field that comes from the coach being able to make the adjustments where they're needed and he's just not that guy he isn't the reason we lost but he has definitely proven that he is not going to be the guy or he has definitely proven that he's not going to be the reason why we win. Yeah, it, it's strange, right? It's it's strange. Um, really, really odd to see happen. Um, 
yeah, I, I, there's not, I feel like there's not a, a whole lot more to add about that game. I mean, it, it was bad. Like it, it was a game that the Chiefs had in hand, easily had in hand. Um, and then for the third time in the Andy Reid era, the Chiefs have blown a three score lead in the playoffs. Uh, this one was the least likely. And I'll make, I guess this is what I'll add. I'll make my case as to why this is the worst. So prepare to be sad because I'm about to go through every Chiefs playoff loss of the Andy Reid era and the, why this one is the worst. I'll go quickly. Thank you. Uh, the <laughs> Thank Colts you loss. The Col- yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. Have a great night, everyone. Uh, <laughs> the Colts loss in Indianapolis. Really bad. Number two, I would argue, possibly. You're up 38-10 in Indy. Um, that's terrible. The reason why it's not worse is because that was a wild card game and the Chiefs were a worse team um, and it was on the road. So even if you won that game, you still would have had to win likely two road games to get to the Super Bowl. That's just to get there. Uh, and, and that Chiefs team, I just really, uh, I would be flabbergasted even if they'd held on to the lead if they had won those two games. Um, that's conjecture, but nonetheless, you know, less stakes go into that game. Um, bad, terrible, terrible loss. Uh, the next one is, I would argue, probably the least painful loss of, of um, the Reed era, which is at New England uh, in 2015. That season, they won 11 straight games, including their first playoff win in a very long time, and then went to the road to Foxborough, and you know, they put up a fight. They did not get blasted in that game. Uh, they put up a fight against Tom Brady and the Patriots. They lose by six. That's one I was, I was upset for 20 minutes and got over. Um, not bad. At least that's how I viewed it. 2016 is bad. The, the, the only field goal games for Pittsburgh. Um, that one was bad. But at the same time, it's similar. Like Pittsburgh's a good team. That's the divisional round. You didn't get blown out or blow a huge lead. That was a game. It was a close game. Uh, and the Chiefs came up on the wrong end of it. Annoying, very Chiefsy to only lose a game or to lose a game where you only gave up field goals. But at the end of the day, um, another one that it hurts, but not a normal hurt, I would argue. A normal playoff loss hurt. Um, what's next? Uh, Tennessee. This one sucks. Uh, Tennessee was bad. Um, losing, you're up 21 3, very similar. You lose 22-21. Some terrible, terrible calls uh, for for progress and such. That one was really bad, but similarly, that is a division. That was a wild card game, and that Chiefs team was good. But I I had I have a tough time believing they're winning two more games. You know, um, they had the ceiling to do it. They had done it in the season, but at the same time, I just you know that's a wild card game. There's less stakes. That one is terrible. But that one that one might be that one might be three, depending on how you look at it. Maybe four, in my opinion. Uh, it's, it's a top, top few, uh, loss for sure. Uh, 18 also sucked, um, the, the AFC championship loss, but at the same time, that was a great Patriots team and that was Mahomes' first year. And it also hurts a little bit less because you won it the next year. That was also just a fantastic game. That one hurt a lot, but not as much in my opinion. 20 hurt 20. I was more mad about than I ever was for this Bengals loss just because the Tom Brady of it all. But also you could argue that game wasn't really ever particularly close. And it was in the Super Bowl a year after you just won it. That one hurts a lot. That one's up there. And they were so beat up. They were they're so also, they're up. so injured. They were so beat up. What can you truly expect out that O-line? This one hurts the most. It's an AFC chain or is the worst loss. You blew a three score lead, putting it on par with the Colts and the Titans losses. In the AFC Championship game, a win away from the Super Bowl where you would have easily been the favorite team going in um, against a much better team or a much worse team, I should say, than I feel like uh, 
well, maybe not the Titans, but the, the Chiefs were a much better team uh, playing a team they were far favored against uh, as opposed to the Titans and Colts losses. Uh, either way, I mean, regardless of how you view it, it it's brutal nonetheless, uh, no matter which one hurt you the most. Uh, I view this one maybe as, as the worst choke job, uh, maybe would be the best way to put it, of the Reed era. Uh, anything else uh, to add about this one, uh, guys, before we move on? Andy Reid's good at choking in the playoffs. Nine and what is he? Three and three and six. Nine nine championship games total. Three and six. Is that his record when he's up twenty points? No, no, no. That is that is AFC (laughs) NFC championship conference championship weekend record. Yeah, three and six, which isn't good. Expect, expect, expect there to be some massive changes coming. That's on the offensive side, at least in the wide receiver and probably the running back room. The defensive side is the defense might, might be in tune for another overhaul. I really He's hope there. I really hope there's some coaching changes. There will be coaching I, changes. We already have a we already have the linebacker uh, coaching position open. Uh, more than likely, I expect the full defensive staff to be renewed. Mm-hmm. Expect potentially uh legend Derek Johnson to come in as the as a as a uh, linebacker coach they have talked about it quite a bit uh but expect there to be changes and even unfavorable changes um they do need to get the Tyron contract going but they uh, will first get the Orlando Brown contract they'll make up some room where it needs to be but expect there to be unfavorable changes and there will be a lot of talk in Chiefs Kingdom on why something happened um but but that will be there I have a hot take that maybe you guys won't agree with. Uh, obviously, Spags needs to be fired. Spags. Yeah, needs I to think go. we. I think we mostly all agree on that. But I also think the offensive coordinator position needs to change I because I about that quite a bit. I do not think this team adjusts at all. It took us weeks during the season to adjust to a too high safety defense. Cover two weeks, is not weeks. Not weeks. rare. It's not right. I play against it on Madden. I know how to beat it on Madden. Like, it, these, this is a different game than Madden, but yeah. I can understand how cover two works. Eric Bionimi should be able to draw something up week to week. That For the best quarterback, tight end, receiver <laughs> combo in the league. <laughs> expect, I, and, yeah, I would say expect and then, that. Um, and one many, of the main reasons, not to cut you off too much, but one of the main reasons for Eric Bionimi being out is – not wanting to lose Mike Kafka. Mike Kafka, the current Mm -hmm. quarterback's coach and uh, assistant offensive coordinator. Uh, He's actually being looked at for head coaching jobs and has been for two years, uh, going back to last season. Uh, Expect expect EB to be moved on, whether it's a head coaching gig in college or NFL, or just moving on from him to give him a different perspective from somewhere else. I think Kafka should be promoted. And Mm -hmm. I think uh, regardless of... Uh, if EB can find a job, I think we got to cut ties because it, it, the amount of games where we've scored three or zero points in the second half is absurd, especially with the offensive talent. It's and it's it's happened for seasons. It's happened since he became the coordinator. Like we uh-huh. have just either and like starting slow is one thing and finishing good, like that's adjusting. But we've had so many games where we just come out firing. We got a great game plan, and then the defense adjusts, and we just 
we fall flat on our face. We, we get in a tight game. Uh, sometimes we win those. Sometimes we lose those. I mean, with a big lead, you're supposed to win those almost every single time. And over and over again, we are losing those games. I would give that about a 99.9% chance of happening. EB gone. And I think he's I hired. Would, and I don't, I but I, give, I agree. Uh, I would give it a 50% chance that Mike Kafka is actually brought in as ROC. I would agree with that. that, uh, that uh, I'm just giving it 50-50. Uh, I could see him being lured away as an offensive coordinator or a head coach somewhere else. Yeah, that would be that'd be really interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, the other team is the Rams. They beat the Niners 2017. I don't think we have too much to say there other than Jimmy G is bad and should be moved off of as well uh, quite quickly. Uh, they are I looking for trade partners. Yep, that is true. I didn't ex- I didn't uh, pick uh, the Rams to win this last week, but I will say I did say it at the beginning of the season that uh, the Rams are now the Super Bowl favorites in the NFC. Yep, and, and so I they agreed. were. And I picked the Seahawks because I'm a moron. <laughs> um, but uh, anything else to add here, boys? A little bit of a, eh, I would say, eh, I was going to say shorter show, but not, not that much shorter. Yeah, I'm too short. I, uh, I'm... I'm I'll say this uh, before we we cast off, and I hope this isn't true, but I'm getting big, massive Seattle Seahawks vibes after that loss, Um, and that's in the way of make two Super Bowls, three conference championships, you start to teeter off and fall off with a young quarterback who just got paid, and your team doesn't know or the organization doesn't know what to do with after that, um, given cap situation defense or large players becoming older and you kind of cash out uh towards towards the middle or, or greater part of uh that that player's uh, career so i hope that's not the case there will have to be massive overhaul changes like i said things that uh, fans don't agree with but uh if you guys want to be seahawks you know good winners make some big games you know have have some good stuff here and there and no more championships with your quarterback then hey let's let's keep everyone otherwise overhaul it and figure it out so we can we can continue to be a dynasty like uh mm-hmm. like, like the patriots you know they yeah. didn't win every they didn't win every single conference championship and that's okay they didn't there, make every single super there's Bowl a reason okay. why there's not very many pa- there's a reason why there's one patriot with 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 six rings as a patriot and the rest of them have like three to two like i, I don't know if there's another patriot with four rings i don't believe so that you go through guys and you keep keep building yep yep definitely um and again again it's one year right it's one year and they haven't won it for two uh which complacency winning the super bowl is really hard actually uh it's really really difficult to win the super bowl yep uh and and again the chiefs (laughs) totally you know we're still at the very we're at the early stage of Mahomes' career we're just now entering the very early mid portion of his career um lot of years we're getting left. into the first year of his actual second contract this is yes. this 2022 2023 season is the first yeah. year of his contract and guys if you're worried about the cap space we'll talk about it more later but there is mm-hmm. no reason to be worried right now we're sitting at 20 million there are moves to be made that will give us 60 million and re-signing some of these guys sitting with 60 million it's okay also yeah. the cap the salary cap is doing us straight up right now <laughs> yep yep it's only gonna go up and the chiefs i agree we'll figure it out but well 
that's I think that's gonna do it for this one. We will be back, uh, I believe, next week. I think we're gonna call it just one show this week. We'll be back next week with kind of a macro micro look at the Chiefs season as a whole for a total recap on the year. I am Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I am Caleb Durland. You can find me on Twitter at cdurlin53. I'm Tyler Savatina. You can find me at underscore Suavage underscore. Find the show at TLCFP. Well, and that's uh, one football game to go. And it will not include the Chiefs. And that is sad. But, uh, you know, as always, regardless, win or lose, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs and Joe Burrow. Chiefs. He means Matt Stafford. Go Matt. Go Joe.